0: Hey, how are you feeling? <laughs> Welcome everyone to the Heart Header Podcast, where we talk about relationships, marriage and feelings and everything in between. And uh, the kickstart, how are you feeling, my wife? My I, lovely wife.
1: I am feeling great, episode two, yeah.
0: I know, finally. By the way, we forgot to mention last, last episode that we are from Montreal.
1: Yes, we are a from little,
0: Montreal. A little uh, perhaps secret, because everyone seems to think we're from the US.
1: Yeah. I don't know if anyone cares, but yeah, we're from Montreal, in case you do care.
0: On est de Montréal, um, on est Québécois.
1: On parle français. On est
0: wow. <laughs> We are Montrealers, <laughs> Quebecers. We are from Canada. <laughs> good. So, how are you feeling today, this morning?
1: Feeling good. Yeah? Yeah. Alhamdulillah. For yeah.
0: anyone who wonders, this means praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise the Lord, mm-hmm. praise the love, baby. <laughs>
1: no. Alhamdulillah. It's not a weird, scary word. It means no. yes. praise the Lord. Yes. Praise be.
0: <gasps> Even if it's a hot, by the way, right? It's if not...
1: you watch handmade stale, though, praise <laughs> no, be is scary. Oh, no, please
0: God. <laughs> Blessed be the fruit. Blessed be hot.
1: That's not. Very good show, by yeah, way. that's that's like a subject for another day. <clears throat> anyway.
0: Um, so great. Okay. No. How am I feeling? How oh yeah. <laughs> 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 jerk <laughs> um, how
1: are you feeling feeling husband? great
0: um we've committed to waking up earlier because uh you know we freestyle at, at 10 a.m usually but now we've committed to waking up at 8:30. yeah but uh and how does that feel
1: um so far i'm not feeling sleepy no. are you no i'm good okay I probably will sleep earlier people must know. think we're like lazy butts waking no we up get shit done yeah okay. it's because we sleep late
0: yeah, yeah, you, know, you know, when you're editing and working and but stuff like But let's change
1: that. that routine. Fine. Okay. Okay.
0: So, I'm I'm feeling good, but uh, I'm also feeling annoyed, I would say, at society because uh, this is something I've been speaking to a few people and something that it's not new, but it's it's still there. And it's social expectations. And if there's one thing that stands out for me is your self-worth in relation to what society expects you to be right, what they expect of you in terms of success or any kind of stupid achievement that is, you know, determined as a standard for you fitting in, right? Mm. For example, being married by a certain age, or having a certain amount of money and house and I don't know what and kids. And if you're not fitting those expectations, then you're a failure mm. to society. So what do you think of that? Have you ever dealt with that dealt with feeling because uh, I know it's very easy to feel less than when society expects things of, of you. You know what I mean?
1: Who hasn't yeah. dealt with that? Everyone does. Um, me, especially and us, actually, especially coming from a cultured family, mm. family, uh, cultured family. I mean, like, like traditional Middle culture Eastern yeah. values <laughs> and what the norm is. And um, Arab families, yeah. definitely a lot, but I'm, I would, I should say I'm blessed because I don't have, like I've had strict parents, but they're not strict to a point where you No. Yeah. see, but it's, um, it's still something that you have to deal with on a day-to-day basis just with society. So that's what sucks.
0: What's one well, thing that stood out for you in terms of, um, expectations, maybe in your thirties now, or maybe in your twenties. Something you were expected to be or do.
1: Well, we all think we we would have kids after at least 25. (laughs) I think every girl in teenage years think they'll have kids in their 20s. But these days it's not the case. Like I have friends getting kids now and they're in their 30s. And that's something we never thought about back in the day or like in high school, you know, but it works. And I feel like it's a better age to have kids nowadays too. Like having a kid after thirty, thirty one, even it's uh, you're a bit more mature. I don't know because you've been through life better. You know you've you've been through more things That's in your idea. life. You, you matured. You you understand the world. You you've you've been through enough experiences that you're ready for such a thing as having a child. A lot of people get kids and don't understand the resp- responsibility behind it. So. It's...
0: And it doesn't come with instructions.
1: No. And no one thinks that they have to train before getting kids. Something you said, which is crazy.
0: It's like a marathon.
1: Yeah. Um. What's something that you struggled with in terms of social expectations?
0: For me, it's always been this one thing. Well, definitely relating to masculinity Um and... But I'll get back to that point. Mm. My whole life has revolved around dream. A dream and a goal and ambition. And by society's standards, you have to have a certain stability in your life, otherwise you're a threat. Otherwise, you know, you're not you know, you're not someone who you, we can trust because what you have is not secure. You need to have a secure job by a certain age, mm. you need to have a a certain thing going on for you that feels stable and safe in order for you to i to be considered okay like and it's, it's like provide, i provide for
1: example
0: for example and i'm doing yeah. this thing like i'm just reacting and grimacing at this because it's like for me it's like okay and then what for who who, who who's whose um way of life and um personal um desires am I trying to satisfy here you know yeah is it my parents is it society but who's society ultimately like why do I have to live your life Mm -hmm. you know so and I find a lot of people can feel like they're unworthy as a result because it's like well everyone's giving me instructions on as to how I should be living and but it doesn't resonate with me Mm -hmm. so why the hell do I have to live like that but for me it's it's never been difficult I've always felt outside of that box and I've been comfortable outside of that box but it's mostly made me not have a lot of friends yeah I can count them on my hands you know Um, and it's also made me not find anyone except someone who connects with that thinking so I think that's also very important too is if you don't fit in the mold and you don't have to fit the mold I don't think there's any mold to fit to begin with there's your life. But if society is trying to make you fit a certain mold and it doesn't connect with you, then surround yourself with people who resonate with your truth, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of trying to change who you are to fit other people, you know, to fit a certain template. Yeah. A template started by being um, nothing, right? Someone's own way of life that worked for them and okay maybe became an example for others but a template as in like you must live like this or else you must have kids by this age or else Mm. you must have i don't know you must be a millionaire by 40 Mm. and be all secure otherwise you must own a house
1: a lot of people talk about red flags in relationships but there's also red flags in friendships like Mm, interesting when you when you don't feel like you're self around your friend that's a red flag just by itself if you feel like you need to act a certain way or prove yourself with material and showing how much you have or always giving when your friend is asking and it's suffocating you that's so many red flags that a lot of people ignore in friendships i feel like that should be talked about more friendships you know
0: friendship Um, breakups yeah
1: Friendship breakups are a big thing. Uh, some people say friendship breakups are worse than actual relationship breakups. But yeah, it's like... Do you agree it, with this? Depends. Um, I mean, if you were friends with someone since mm.
0: Your preschool,
1: you know, it's a, that's a big thing.
0: It's like a brother or sister. Yeah, that it's a family
1: member you're breaking up with. Although I don't see that happening. If you're friends with someone since, since preschool, it's pretty hard to break that up because it's like you're glue at this point yes
0: doesn't mean it can't happen
1: yeah if if,
0: if they don't grow the way you did maybe that's although true. if you're still friends today then it would maybe mean you've evolved together
1: yeah yeah but sometimes that friend exactly falls for social pressure and becomes a different person altogether I, i've had like there's friends who have been friends their whole life but but then stopped talking for years because of um, conflict of interests Mm -hmm. and then after that they become friends again and they realize they just need time to grow a lot of people need time to grow sometimes
0: Was like a phase
1: yeah self-worth
0: uh i think that connects to uh since you mentioned social expectations and self-worth i feel like A lot of it starts with your thoughts about yourself versus thoughts of people about you. Meaning, since you're a child, you can grow up being taught and told to live a certain way and to hold certain thoughts and to believe certain things. And the further you grow up, and that can include parents, that can include your social circle and as you grow up the further you go the more you can feel like it's not connecting with you but you resist it you keep resisting it and you reach into your 20s and you're still resisting it and you're like i'm good i have time Mm -hmm. you reach into your 30s you're still resisting it but now it feels like it's the clock is ticking and it feels like your resistance is causing more pain so you're Mm -hmm. more at odds with it but you don't know why. And you don't realize it's because you've been society and everything that's contributed to feeding stuff in your head is like a collection of ideas that's become a second person in your head, a second voice. Mm-hmm. And that voice conflicts with your inner voice. There's like an outer voice, shall we say, and an inner voice. The voice of what you should be you know the accusing voice and then your truth your intuition yeah. your gut your dreams your instinct everything that is you right and then you're at war with this and the further you grow the more your voice is getting strong and the more that thing the other voice the fake one is like clashing with it so you reach a point in your life where you crash mm-hmm. so i've i've witnessed this in several people I've went through something like that uh, around 18-19, but it's a long story. I can talk about it another time, but it's like having people in your life who you were very close with and they're almost like family for like almost a decade. And then it comes crashing down and you're like, whoa, suddenly you're a traitor. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, well, what was the problem? And you realize it's because you lived something that was not your truth but i feel like the more you resist it the the more you you suffer and you can be in your 40s when you realize this and think that you're a failure as a result or you feel lost but the real reason is because you're starting to realize that you want to live a life that is yours And you've been living a life that isn't yours, Mm -hmm. you know, because of social expectations. And that's why I'm pissed. This is like we're full circle here. Why I'm pissed is because we don't, you and I are blessed with not having to live like this, but we see people who live like that Yeah. and we see people who suffer as a result and punish themselves sometimes be like, why am I like this? I shouldn't be like this. I'm an idiot. I should be further in life. I even wrote a um, a quote the other day on Instagram about how you think you should be further sometimes, but you don't realize and you look at someone else and you're like, Oh I'll look at them, they have the perfect life.
1: Yeah, but you don't but, know what they and they're a millionaire,
0: do. but you don't know if they have gone yeah. through three divorces and they're depressed right now and they're going through some issue. Yeah. But they're a millionaire.
1: Yeah.
0: So the point is you have no idea what people are going through and people don't talk about it, right? And especially on social media, they don't talk about their failures and they don't show you their failures, they show you all their the magic right so it's important to also come back and realize that your journey is yours so yeah that's that's the whole thing i want to say about uh social expectations
1: yeah
0: something you want to add i'm
1: thinking i really uh, i'm blank right now i don't have anything <laughs> i have nothing anyway, to
0: add we're going uh, we're in circles now but we can uh Move into something else.
1: I'm having a verbal block is that well, is that something that can be said?
0: Uh, yeah, like a writer's block, but a... yeah, uh, but a verbal, verbal block, block, a podcast block,
1: a podcast block. <laughs> Work through it,
0: baby. <laughs> um, okay, let's move <laughs> on to something.
1: Okay, so like, let me explain how we got to here. For example, mm-hmm. you and I having a business together. I went from th- as a kid thinking I wanted to be a veterinarian because I love animals, so mm-hmm. I studied hard for that, and I start studied till my end of high school years and I got into CJP Here in Quebec, there's CGIP and then you go to university. Um, I studied science to get to it. Failed all my science classes. And I'm like, what the hell do I do? My plan B was cinema. I love cinema. I thought I wanted to make movies and act in them, which I ended up pursuing. But I thought, hmm, why not? You know, like every most Middle Eastern parents. When I told my dad that I wanted to go in cinema, they were worried. <laughs> They're like, "What the hell? Why?" But was supportive enough to let me. No, be engineer, no the, the engineer, doctor, or whatnot. <laughs> um, but he was supportive enough, especially when I told him that you know what? Let me study cinema because. In university, I could enter business and maybe, you know, work, have a lot more work options right. in business. So that kind of like... Eases mind. Yeah, his mind. So I went, I went for cinema, finished, graduated. And then I'm like, what do I do in university? What the hell do I do? So I continued film studies. <laughs> mm. I'm like, what do I do after that? I'm in Montreal, Canada it's not California there's not a lot of cinematic opportunities or film productions and I'm like let me just go for it so I continued studying because I thought that I need to have a degree in life a bachelor's degree oh yes and then took one class during my years of film studies that is related to marketing fell in love with that decided to pursue another three years of university studies got another degree in marketing because i thought that this would give me more work opportunities
0: i don't know how you did that for another three years i yeah i did I six was, years i couldn't just... wait to finish I university i was so sick of this I shit know. and the whole educational system i don't know i
1: don't know how i did it either but i just i did it because i thought maybe i'm not gonna have a lot of opportunity you know i wasn't that played... A self-worth. There you go. That played a lot with my confidence and and, and my ambitions. And I'm like, okay, that Endowed. it kills your dreams, you know? Mm. So I met you, I think, towards the end of my marketing uh. Well, I,
0: if you... Minus the very first time we met, which was a few years ago. Yeah, no, yeah. Studying? We started, well, date, we started saying, dating. We started yeah. dating when I was yes, like near yeah. the
1: end of my university. You had a semester. You were at my graduation. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So... Um, When Mark and I started dating, he also showed me what I really love again and what I'm supposed to do. My biggest thing was to produce, to act, to just work in movies because that was my biggest dream and it's also your biggest dream. So I spent years of my life studying for things that I thought could bring me somewhere, but studying was not what i was supposed to do clearly i did it because you have to have a degree in life you know and And it's a lot of years wasted
0: yeah you could see it that way for me i don't think it's it's, i see what you mean although in terms of life experience i don't think anything's really wasted but i know what you mean within the context of getting a degree yeah yes i mean i felt that way about studying in in my film studies yeah Uh, my dad i mean what's cool though my dad is because his opportunities as because my dad's very creative and stuff he had a lot of great business ideas but he was denied those things by his parents my Mm. grandparents rest their soul but he would at least tell me that he felt like they wouldn't encourage him in that and now what are you doing it's stupid so as a result he made sure that i do whatever you love mark but have a degree have a degree you know because they come from (laughs) you know a time where i get now right yeah they come from a you know life circumstances where, of course, education didn't have those things. Having education means more opportunities. They're, you know, they're immigrants and stuff. So I totally get that. But times change where now your degree alone doesn't guarantee. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of education, sure. But a degree is not what gets you. They always want experience. Yeah.
1: I went, (laughs) after graduating, I went with two degrees, literally. I have a bachelor's Mm. in film studies and a bachelor's in commerce and marketing and i went to apply for several marketing agencies and jobs and they wanted experience so i'm like okay well how the heck do you want me to gain my experience and most jobs where i be where it's like you're an intern you're paid like peanuts uh absolutely nothing it's garbage doesn't inspire you to work um then i Worked in another marketing agency, but did nothing related to marketing.
0: So your degree, again, uh, my that's degree the problem was, with the education was system. Yeah, That's the problem with the education system is that it's all, it's like it feels all theoretical. You know what I mean? I understand, of course, if a doctor doesn't have their PhD, you might be like, hmm, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. It's not by default a degree is wrong. It's that from my experience with the education system is that it didn't didn't really provide you with with. The actual skills you need. It's just all theory, you know. Yeah. I mean, experience is the real education. You need yeah. to feel it with all your senses. So anyway, and and your and I, experience is exactly that. Yeah.
1: And then I met you and you're like, what are you doing? Why are you working there? And I saw you making videos and you had your YouTube channel and and I was so inspired. And I'm like, I want to take whatever you're doing and make it bigger. I'm like, Can I take and part? You did. And you're like, I did. Uh and literally, he left his job, I left my job, and we started this. We started okay. our company. Yeah.
0: Big leap of faith. There. Yeah.
1: And a lot of people are like, what are you doing? My we family was worried. <laughs> yeah. We didn't yes. even live together yet. Yeah. Yeah, your family. Because Middle Eastern culture, you're not supposed to live together until you're married. And we just went with it until we were ready to do it. Whatever. like That's a whole, <laughs> that's other, a whole conversation. other conversation. I'm sure
0: some of you can relate from various cultures or... You know, so,
1: yeah, I feel like a lot of Middle Eastern people yeah, would be yeah. like, yeah, we get it. And others would be like, you didn't live together until you were married? Like, what? <laughs> yeah,
0: but, yeah. That's- but I think in any kind of relationship or any circumstance, there are things you will have to navigate. Yeah. Meaning, mm-hmm. even if, let's say for someone else, that's not even a thing. Like you moved out at 20 or whatever. And that's, yes, but I think you will always have to navigate something. So in the end, it's navigated with wisdom and see what's worth fighting for. Yeah. You know what I mean? So anyway, sorry, you were saying... Uh...
1: No, yeah, but that's it. And we just took a huge leap of faith and look at us now doing well, our it's, podcast.
0: It's like awesome, but at the same time, sad to think that people who are doing everything they can to fit the mold are yeah. suffering for it.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, me. like like I'm, I'm lucky enough to say I didn't suffer immensely. For mm-hmm. me, it was just... I, wait, I find that it was wasted years in university, but others really work hard to to prove themselves for something that's an illusion. And that's the biggest trap. And, um, and
0: since you mentioned YouTube, yeah, this was my way of saying, fuck the mold, mm. because I thought the mold or the way to go about it was getting a degree, either going to California or trying to make movies for film festivals. Yeah. Until I was told by the very people who organize festivals and directors who had submitted to festivals successfully telling telling me that it's a private club. You need your connections. Whether your movie you movies you need good your money. Yeah, yeah. Or at least you really it's you have to have the like you have to have a foot in already. Yeah. To you know, it's not necessarily but in a lot of cases You need to. Your movie might be great, but you know they have their private club, Mm. so you're not gonna get in. Mm. So there's a lot of times where I was telling myself like, "Am I doing something wrong?" Like I went to Palm Springs for a festival that finally accepted, and like it gave me insight. I talked about it last time. Yeah. Um, where finally it made me realize, no, you gotta do it yourself. Fuck the mold. Like Mm -hmm. I I actually spent. I was there was one day I was in the bathroom crying and I was like, I need to make it, I need to because it's my dream, right? I I grip, you know. I'm always like, I'll crawl to, to get there. But my point is that when I realize that it is all within my power, that I will not succeed if I'm expecting myself to do it according to that template or mold. You don't innovate and pioneer anything or succeed unless you do it in a way that resonates with you. So don't try to do it their way. You know, you said, for example, Montreal is not, you know, traditionally speaking, is not the place to succeed tremendously as an actor or a director or make big movies the way it would be in Hollywood. But at the same time, if you're doing it your way.
1: Or online.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I realize Montreal has a lot of talent. Mm a lot of talent so there's a lot of potential and opportunities in la for example it's saturated so it might be even harder and that's something i learned from and witnessed from people even telling me and and just researching online people felt like it's actually harder yeah so that's a whole bullshit lie too absolutely anywhere you can be it's especially in the case of montreal where there's a lot of talent it's like no build it yourself mm-hmm. so that's what we did it's fuck the mold and do it yourself. Build your own dream.
1: If it, that's what people connect with the most also. When you, you show your true colors and a side of your story online, on social media, a lot of people follow that. Absolutely. And they love that. I feel like you could ask anyone who you feel more connected to. A person, an influencer online that's showcasing everything they do mm-hmm. or an actor from a movie. Or celebrity or... They're going to be like an influencer, obviously. And You, you feel closer to them than... Somebody that you see on the screen mm-hmm. only and know nothing else about. Social mm-hmm. media changed the game, though. It made everything. Definitely, easy. I mean,
0: it's a double-edged sword because there's also a lot of fakeness, of course, on social media. Yeah. But at the other, on the other uh, side of the coin, it's opened a lot of opportunities for people to do things themselves. Yeah, and that's what I realized. Like, I never developed more success as an actor than I did by starting uh, my YouTube channel. Like, yeah. it got me a role in a movie, Piece by Chocolate, by the way, you need to watch. It's really good. It's very good. It's about serum refugees that arrive in Canada and start a chocolate factory. It's a real story. And
1: now they're successful. Yes.
0: Anyways, so it was a real blessing to do that, but it was such a, such an irony. And at the same time, I'm not surprised because life does things in funny ways. And you were with me. You're the one who saw the email.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's when we decided to leave
1: our jobs. Our jobs. Yeah. That's and right crazy. before COVID.
0: It's like, it's like either you're stupid. Or you're, you're brave or both. I'm like,
1: there is a God. Okay. It's just smiling at <laughs> um, me right now.
0: So, you know, perfect little example. That happened. And then I got the role within a week and I could just feel it. It's like, I did my audition. They loved it. Boom. A yeah. like, few days later, you're you're, you're you're hired. And then like we filmed a couple, like when they wrapped the movie, uh, one week later, lockdowns for COVID. Oh, yeah, it's like COVID. everything happened so fast. <laughs> but anyway, it's all that to say is that when you do things your way, life ends up making making your original dream happen, even though it's going differently than what you expected. So again, yeah. don't rely on the expectations because your ultimate plan will work. It's just that you have to trust the process. And sometimes the process is not what you expect, yeah. the, the day-to-day thing. But the big picture is what you want. And that's what's happening. A little bit of motivational here, a uh, mm-hmm. moment for anyone who's dreaming. Um, if
1: you don't feel it, don't do it.
0: Yes, you got to trust your heart.
1: That's the only motivation you'll get from me. And <laughs> Short and <laughs> That's sweet. That's like the most...
0: <laughs> you know, I'll do a whole speech for an hour. Rita, it's like five five seconds. <laughs> don't do it. It's a perfect slogan. That's why you're the don't motivational
1: speaker in the relationship. And uh, I'm just, you know, in the... Behind the curtains, just like hey.
0: Yeah, you go. you motivate me, all right. so, okay. so Aww, you know. sweet. Oh, sweet. I, I do that by the way. That's our cute gibberish. Yeah, oh.
1: do that. Okay. Yeah, that one too. It's my favorite one. If I was
0: a dog, which what would I be?
1: Husky. It's perfect. Just look at you. It's perfect. Yeah.
0: I'm also I can salt get, and pepper. I can get very dramatic when.
1: Uh, yeah, and loud yes yeah let's and very excited yeah for no reason
0: exactly because i love you okay um, okay i think
1: we're veering off here let's discuss i'm a so hot topic. i'm
0: sweating right now why is it hot
1: the is on i don't know okay i think it's the lights ah. on us good god mark ah, showing off our there. mug now mm.
0: get that mug right now anyone go to our website right now get our t-shirts relax that's her hand by the way
1: yeah that's my hand
0: <laughs> your hand is on people's chests yeah because we sell t-shirts
1: okay Makes relax Habibie. Uh,
0: by the way before we continue we're gonna i want us to go to a couple of q and a's because we didn't cover them all
1: does fitness and health matter in a relationship and why
0: yes that was a question
1: that was a question a very good question
0: such a good question
1: you want me to start, but Why you're not? the personal trainer.
0: So that's right, <laughs> I am.
1: Fitness and health matter in relationship, 100% one hundred percent. One thousand, it does. Um, Why? I'm not talking like you need to become a freaking athlete to yeah. have a great relationship, but yes. fitness and health matters to your mental health, and your mental health matters to your relationship mm-hmm. and so dream. How? <laughs> how how does that's that, it
0: next question how does that well, work okay, T-shirt that's, a,
1: and that's, that's a really
0: <laughs> that's a yeah, podcast with Vira three minutes of intense motivational cramped <laughs> in pay three hundred dollars to get all your motivation in 30 seconds that shit is good no you're right oh, man. but how that's like a really powerful way to start it You're starting with the mental stuff. Yeah, That is true. Why? But actually, before you get into that, I wanted to say, Mm. please, when we say fitness and health matters in a relationship, we're not talking as in like you need to look a certain way for your partner to accept you. Shut the fuck up. Okay? A rated R. Not you. I love you. Okay. Um,
1: Absolutely. No, that's not what I meant. You respect
0: their journey, right? If they say, hey, I want to lose some weight, cool. All right, I will hold you accountable. If that's your goal, whatever whatever that means to you, you're there to support. But the health, definitely, because first of all, your energy increases. Second, it gives you discipline. And discipline is something that spills over into the relationship. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Mental health, of course, because all that, you know, plays a role in your mental wellness. But I think... What else would you say? I think also training together. You and I train together. It's fucking it's just, amazing. Yeah,
1: it's fun. But it's just all together. For me, you feel better after you train, right? You feel Always. better. And um, okay, like, of course, I train. And I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I train to tone. I train to look a certain way as well. But I mostly train to be healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking in the future, I don't want to be crippled. I don't want to be someone not crippled. Is that the right yeah, word? Yeah, crippled. yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like I don't want to (laughs) be... I just wanted to make sure. I train to be healthy. I don't want to be crippled in the future. I don't want to have arthritis. I don't want to have problems Mm -hmm. that are going to come very early, you know? So I do the most I can to be at my 100%. And I'm thinking with kids. I'm thinking for the future. Uh, I'm thinking beyond that. Keeping up with kids. You know, keeping up with life. So. yeah when you're, when you're dedicating time to train and to meditate as well, like meditating is relating to health, maybe not point. fitness, but I find that meditation is, is a good form to, uh, how can I say? Um, I, I mean, I didn't talk. think of that. I, I didn't can't th- talk I... today. <laughs> I don't know why Drink water I can't talk because it's
0: hot. You I'm sweating. Do you I think? look like I'm yeah, sweating?
1: It is hot though. It's, it's hot. True. Is, it hot? is the AC it on? It is on. Like, Maybe you know, it's very weak. I should make it stronger.
0: Um, you know, actually, you keep saying things that I didn't think of because some people, when they say fitness and health, yeah, they're really thinking physical. Yeah. But I love the fact that you, you're actually bringing the mental stuff like meditation is Absolutely. part of the health and it's part of the exercise. It
1: should be always part of fitness.
0: Yes. And even training with mindfulness, you know, I'm sure putting music and stuff, but just being in your zone yeah, um, or dedicating time on the side to do like mindfulness based meditation that's scientifically been proven to have long term effects, tremendous effects, because when we're too much in our head, it can just affect every other aspect of our life, including our relationships, even navigating um, the challenging moments like anger. Right. Yeah if you're able to be clear and that can be helped by having a dedicated weekly schedule of training and meditation. It spills over into how you manage stress, you know, and challenging moments in your relationship. So very much to your point about the mental part, huge. Mm-hmm. I think there's three aspects, the physical as an exercise, nutritional, what you eat affects you physically and mentally. And of course, the stress management, the meditation, or the, the mental clarity, and the sleep. Yeah. All those things go together. If I don't sleep well, I'm moody. But now yeah. I know this well, so I can navigate <sighs> it. But if I'm moody, it's like, oh, shit, why am I more irritable? And like, you'll it's say like I something, can, and I, I can be more like...
1: He'll think uh, about it, and it's a joke. For example, yeah,
0: and it. it can cause misinterpretation yeah. and whatever. And But because you're aware of it, it can kind of you can navigate it better. So the point is, is... Sleep is also part of health. Yeah, so all those things play a huge role into relationships and parenthood, very much. Definitely, I think that's all I have to say about this.
1: And I have nothing else to say. Excellent. Shall it's we been move answered. on?
0: Excellent. We can. How long have we? Uh, we been shall. Doing
1: this? Forty-two minutes. Beautiful. All right. I think Let's... we should wrap it.
0: No, I think we can do one more.
1: All right. Shall we answer another Q and A question?
0: Yes. How do we manage to work together and be in each other's face twenty-four-seven?
1: I don't. I hate you. Disgusting. I hate it.
0: We're even working now. What I the know. hell?
1: I'm actually fed up. Don't do it, guys. <laughs> well, uh... That's actually
0: been asked to us more than once.
1: It's been asked to us by family members. Yes.
0: yes. <laughs> How? But, like, they're very you... curious. Like, don't you get sick don't of each other? Don't
1: get sick of each other's face?
0: Like, we're literally <laughs> in each other's face 24-7. And we don't... It, it's not a house. It's a condo unit. So it's an apartment.
1: <laughs> so. Yes. For now. Um, is it a good idea to work and start a business with your soulmate? Should you start a business with your partner?
0: Significant other, whatever. Or significant other. Actually, that's two questions. Let's cover the first one. How do we manage to work together and be in each other's face? And kind of, since we opened a business together, was that a good idea? Mm. Let's answer the first question. Okay. Yeah? Okay. Okay. How, how the hell do we manage to be in each other's face all the time without tearing each other apart?
1: So I think what helps is giving each other this helps. alone time. Yeah, it's like it's that face too. Like, how can how can you not be next to that <laughs> face? <Yeah. laughs> so yeah, I
0: just do stupid sounds, and that's all it is. Freaking um, human
1: husky. Okay, so yes. in all seriousness now, yes. uh, I think it's because we give each other alone time. We were not like we're in each other's face and surroundings twenty four seven, but it's. Um, you you're not doing things that bother me.
0: <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, I'm you're... just for anyone who's not watching, I'm just praying right now.
1: I gotta say it helps though because you're someone that's very easygoing and very understanding. Mm. Uh, I learned to be understanding.
0: Learned? No, 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 I'm sorry. You're just making I, I... it sound like you're you were not like compassionate. Well,
1: you were way more compassionate than me in the beginning. So yeah we've had a lot of conversations we've had a lot of breakthroughs even mm-hmm. in our conversations I why have not am i found you, the way i am for example i have not found
0: you to be difficult i think it helps i think the biggest challenge was really um the transparency part which we talked about yeah that allowed so you first felt episode. able to be vulnerable yeah but yeah sorry go on
1: no yeah definitely um discussing what bothers me there's a lot of... Okay, well, look, we're going to have little uh, nitpicky things that we're going to discuss, like you not liking to wipe with yes. the kitchen towel. Okay. <laughs> and I you prefer wiping with a uh, paper towel. Yeah, because sometimes and it's And I better. think it's wasteful. And yeah, we're going to have moments like that. That's,
0: that was yesterday, okay? But... We had we had that. Let's talk about that, all right?
1: <laughs> it's not, we're I... not talking about that right now.
0: <laughs> well, no, it's hell. It's but... about 24-7 each other's face.
1: Okay, well, okay, the way we manage that is being respectful about what you prefer doing so if you I didn't understand at first and I snapped and then you realize that it's not a big deal and I just told you to okay I accepted, it. I accepted it yes. we found I accepted sometimes it sometimes
0: you like, find a middle ground and you compromise
1: waste the paper towels and I'll continue not using the kitchen
0: <laughs> <laughs> the the towel you use stinks sometimes okay and it's like wiping and it's just smudging the water okay it's like
1: we didn't <laughs> <laughs> no this this is
0: good this needs to be in this people need to see what's happening all right um no but actually to, to this point yeah. this is really good because we didn't yell at each other we didn't insult each other we the most that happened is you get quiet we you as in we both of us yeah and you need a moment and then you process it and then you can talk about it. This is actually something I found we're very good at. You you get to a five in your anger, okay, hold on. It
1: takes practice though.
0: It does take practice. Yeah. Yes. I'm very proud of the fact that we handle it we handle it like athletes, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. But it takes work. This is the work. So to answer that question, how do we if you manage it being each other's face twenty four seven? It's like saying, How do you run so fast? Well, I've been training for, for mm-hmm. a long time, right? Mm-hmm. That's why it looks easy, and but it isn't. It is and it isn't. It's easy because we've did, we've been doing all the work yeah, and we keep doing all the work. So we're able to navigate it, I think, with a level of smoothness that maybe someone who does not have that kind of practice wouldn't and they would explode yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. It's also understanding that um, there are needs. Sometimes mm-hmm. it rubs off, sometimes they can be friction, but when you're aware okay. of this, then you're comfortable with the fact that you're living with someone and you have to make adjustments. That yep. is normal. Yep.
1: We're also aware of each other's moods. Yes. That's yeah, something yeah. that we're, we're able to 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 control very well and understand from each other. And you can tell when, let's say, I'm hangry and I'm hungry. It's like, you're going to avoid joking around. You're going to avoid mm, being right, very yeah. touchy and affectionate because it's I'm not in the right mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, context to do that. But um it's something you respect oh, sorry it's your something <laughs> it's something you respect and um when you're sleepy and you need to take a nap and i needed you for something i no i prioritize your nap beforehand because it's something i respect i know it's something you need so it it's practice it's really understanding what your partner wants and just eventually really uh, knowing each other fully you know there's still some things that you do, and I get annoyed at. Oh, really? And okay. I Let's start making notes. I'll, Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, um, what did I want to say? Okay, yeah, but again, uh, there's nothing that has become explosive. No, no, you know? and no. And even like your family is asked like something you don't like about her, and it's like, no, there <laughs> isn't. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like you are perfect, and you say I'm perfect, and I see it that way, despite challenging things or despite things that could bother me because i think that's all part of the, what i call a perfect relationship it's those uh, challenges that are also opportunities mm-hmm. because you also i believe very much in self and in, in personal growth right that really you know this is what it's all about mm-hmm. so whenever there's a situation like that i see it as an opportunity also right so you know i don't get sick of your face because and that's another question it's like it's Why don't funny. I get sick of you? And you don't mm. get sick of me even though we're always in each other's yeah. face. Because I think, we, like you said, we navigate like each other's space. Yeah. You have your space. Even yeah. though you're in the same physical space, I think I really bumped a mic now. Because I, <laughs> I have my hands all the time. Because you move um, so much. I have to, okay? <laughs> um, what was I saying?
1: <laughs> even if you're in each other's space. Yes.
0: Even though we're in each other's space. Yeah we give each other you know moments yeah like when you want to play zelda you have that when i want to be on the computer or go train these are all parts of giving each other space Mm -hmm. and we're still like i still see you like you're in my space so to speak but you're in your moment you're in your zone right so i think that helps i think it also helps that we share the same dream so it's like
1: it resonates. And that's the thing. Like us working together is we we're in the same field. We study the same field. We love the same things. We have a lot of projects in mind for the future that we want to attain together. And,
0: and we are attaining.
1: We are attaining that's it's right. manifestation. You have to always talk. That shit it, works it by tends. the way.
0: Okay. It's just you yeah, make it happen. Are. From your daily work and yeah. your focus. It's Every time you
1: want to talk about something that's in the future, we talk about it in the present tense yes. because it's something that we are doing. It's something we are attaining. It is happening. Because, yeah, that's, yeah. Strong believers. Manifestation. Go it on. works. Yes. Um, anyway, what was I saying? About,
0: you know, we have the same projects in mind and so we on. We have
1: the same projects in mind, everything. That helps because we're both working in something we love. So, of course, that's a big factor in uh, enjoying being in each other's face 24-7.
0: Because uh, it's exciting. The thing we do together, yeah. it's, like it's, it's also play. It's like it's work and it's play together, which is another thing too is yeah. do what you love because then the work doesn't feel like work. Yes, yeah. it's, it's stress and it's a lot of time, sometimes more time than you would at a 9-to-5 job. But because there's the love behind it, it's like good stress. And yeah. it can sometimes feel overwhelming, but you never wake up saying, oh, God
1: exactly i
0: gotta do that thing it's more like all right you know what's next you know yeah. what i mean and it doesn't mean you don't have lows sometimes yeah but it's a very different energy when you do what you love together yeah which i think and yeah. is the perfect segue into that second question but
1: how before that yeah. how would you tell someone who is waking up every morning not doing what they love and they're just content with what they are doing and they're working from home and they're in a relationship who easily bicker at everything so how do they handle being in each other's face 24 7 while yeah. at the same time not content and doing what they love
0: so if they're not content because there's a difference you doesn't mean you don't always have to be doing your favorite kind of job for you to be yeah. okay right yeah it's not always about a happiness it's about peace
1: mm.
0: so you're not always happy but you can be anchored as in like accepting I'm at peace with my circumstance, even though it's not the best circumstance, right? It's like, I think it's a, there's, there's wisdom in that. Um, but so you don't have to be necessarily happy, but you need to be understanding of the circumstance. So if you're not in your favorite job, then you got to ask yourself, do I need to stay in this? If you do, because of circumstance, then you can accept that. I can't just afford to leave, for example, Mm -hmm. because of responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Fine. But Do I have to stay in this forever? No. If you don't want to be in this forever, and you do have something you love, you need to give yourself the space and the time to sit down and figure it out. And sometimes when you don't, life makes it happen for you. Sometimes in a shocking way, you're forced into it because you've been on a treadmill all, all your life. Life will break it for you. So you can sit down and be like, now it's time to... Think about it,
1: like COVID, COVID. For example, to
0: ironically, suddenly people were following their uh, their hobbies and you know and, <laughs> yeah. and doing what they love. And like like it's an irony at the same time. There's so much insight into that. Yeah. Now, with regards to your partner, how do you navigate if you see them? On a
1: yeah. What helps? What helps is just like what we said earlier. Really understand your partner's limits and mm-hmm. their moods
0: and their needs. Yeah. And your needs yeah be clear about your needs with each other yes having needs doesn't mean being needy Mm. having needs means there's something that is important to me and i need to be clear about it and not ashamed of it Mm. and tell you about it because whether it's wrong or right or whatever it doesn't matter you need to be aware of it and your partner needs to be aware of it yeah right so i think uh i think that
1: that's pretty much it yeah.
0: Except last thing I want to say is it a good idea to work and start a business with your significant other. Should mm-hmm. you start a business with your partner?
1: Well, if you ask us, yes. <laughs> but I feel like it depends if your is your relationship stable? Do you know what you both love or understand from each other? Is it something that you can work through? Like how do you handle challenges already? Because if you're starting a business together, there's going to be a lot of challenges, mm-hmm. and you need to make sure that you covered that and know how and be athletes in handling those sorts of things. Because it's uh, it's a lot of work that you're going to have to start as a pair.
0: I think also it's a leap of faith mm. because the fear is probably what if we break up and we own a business together. Mm. Oh, shit you know what do i do there so
1: is that a thought that you have never no yeah it's never a thought i have with you no. like it's never once did we imagine divorcing or breaking up a lot of people are like my god you you guys you're you, you sound too good to be true that's impossible like how how do you not think that what well, we didn't it's it just doesn't make sense in our book mm-hmm. it's not something i feel So I don't think it.
0: But it doesn't happen on its own. It's because we show up. You got to do the work. Yeah. You know, and I think uh, I was going to say something, but I lost my train of thought. I'll come back to it. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, it's just uh, I feel like because of that, because of the work we do, our relationship is so smooth. And some others don't put in the work, unfortunately. And if you're not going to put in the work now in your relationship, how are you going to do it while you own a business together?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, I think the business is very much a reflection of your personal life. You know how it's kind of contradictory to the whole work-life balance, like your work is something and your personal life is something else. I don't believe that. On the contrary, the way you are professionally and at work is a reflection of the way you are personally at home. Yeah. Right. They they go together. So the way our relationship was to begin with, the work we put into it, naturally translated into how we would handle a business mm-hmm. together. so that's why there was no fear. And also I was never afraid of taking leaps of faith because the biggest leap of faith for me was doing the impossible, which is you know go after my dream, mm-hmm. which is movies and all the business ideas we have in a context that seems impossible from the city I'm in yeah, for example. so and I didn't give a shit. yeah so but also I'm very close to my gut. I am very intuitive. Same. So, yes. And so, you need to listen to your inner voice and give yourself the space and time to do that to decide whether it's a good idea. And I didn't have a gut feeling that said, "Mm." Yeah. It was more like, yes.
1: It needs to make sense to the partner, too. Like, when when we started dating and you would talk to me about movies and everything, it made sense to me from the get-go. I'm like, this guy knows what he's talking about. It wasn't a, uh, yeah, it's I know right, yeah right. you know what I'm what you're
0: talking about, you know.
1: <laughs> it's not, it wasn't garbage coming out of his mouth. Some people might have doubts right away, and they'll be like, okay, uh, you're dreaming big there, calm down. Mm-hmm. Which
0: I appreciated. Yeah, it you was, saw.
1: It was I, f- I saw the value, and I saw the ambition and the hard work you were going to put in for this. Like, you were not going to give up. It was not something that I doubted from you that you were going to start quitting or mm-hmm. not show up for it, you know? Um, and you showed I up think, with me. And I sh- yeah, and that helped because it, it made me, it motivated me to continue and be like, okay, then if you're going to go all in, I'm going to go all in with you. Um, I think we had a, I had doubt maybe once and that was the biggest conversation we had in our relationship, but yeah. that was once. If after that we're good yeah and we
0: talked about that last time
1: yeah we talked about it on our first episode that conversation is what brought us even closer and i don't know i feel like if there's a lot of back and forth in a relationship and if either one of you carry a lot of baggage and never had closure from it uh it's not a good idea for Mm -hmm. a business
0: so you gotta weed out some stuff first yeah i think before uh Going forward in anything, you got to remove anything in the way.
1: Yeah. To with, in your head. You For planting out. seeds, you want gotta... to remove the pests and the weeds and mm, all that. Say it again. <laughs> I'm trying to that <laughs> talk. That good. I'm trying to talk in your style. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. It's going to be more analogies coming in uh, future episodes. <sighs> that was great. I think we should wrap it up.
1: Yeah. Great episode.
0: If you guys have questions, by the way, you know what to do. I think yeah. I already started, but please go ahead.
1: Again, thank you for listening and supporting us. Give us some feedback and share your thoughts. Throw us questions for topics uh, on Instagram, on uh, margarita or email us at info at riceprojects.com. Uh, you can also sign up to our newsletter and stay up to date with our podcast and all of our announcements. And you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and directly on our website, riceprojects.com.
0: That's R Y Z.
1: Projects.com.
0: <laughs> Stay awesome. We love you, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye.